1: The spies that went to look at the land reported what they saw. They understood, they saw, they perceived what they were looking at with what was already in their mind. So before they set out, before they went on spying the land, their minds were already tainted or stained with negative reports. Even before they went, even before they went, they saw what the Lord was. They looked at what the Lord sent them to look at of what the Lord already reported about the land they Looked at that, but they interpreted it differently. Moreover, those who listened, those who listened to the negative report, listened with their ears, but heard, perceived, understood with their minds. The report only served to confirm what was already in their heart also. The people that went to see or to look saw what they saw because of what was already in their mind. And the people that heard the report also understood the report based on what was already in their mind. We looked at the example of Jeremiah. In Jeremiah chapter 1, Jeremiah was unable to see well until God put his words in his mouth or in his mind. Then he was able to see well. Jeremiah saw himself as a youth, saw himself as unable, incapable, inadequate, insufficient, inexperienced, and unfit, But God saw him as a prophet. God saw him as able and capable. But he said, I'm a youth. Before you were born. Before you came into your mother's womb. I knew you. I chose you to be a prophet. You are a prophet. I'm a youth. Don't say I'm a youth. Because I see you differently. He was not able to see himself correctly. He was not able to see himself well. Until the Lord put his words In his mouth. The Lord put his own words in the mouth of Jeremiah. They say, see, I've made you a prophet over the nations, over the kingdoms. With my words in your mouth, you will throw them, cast them, destroy, and plant and build. Then the Lord said, Jeremiah, what do you see? I said, I see a rod of an almond tree. And the Lord said, hmm, you have seen correctly. You have seen well. Amen. Why was he able to see well? Because he now had the word of God in his mind, in his mouth that has been put there by God, so he could see well. When we have the word of God in our heart, in our mind, we will be able to see well. We will be able to hear well. Amen. Mm, 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 mm. So, the question is, how were the two spies, Caleb and Joshua, able to see well? Because they saw something different. Amen. Amen. Interpret, their own interpretation was different. They saw the same thing that others saw, but interpreted it differently. How were they able to see well? How were they able to understand what the Lord was telling them? We see the answer in Numbers 14. Numbers 14 from verse 22 to 24. Numbers 14 from verse 22 to 24. Because all these men, this is the Lord speaking. Because all these men who have seen my glory and the signs which I did in Egypt and in the wilderness... And have put me to the test now these ten times. And have not heeded my voice. They certainly shall not see the land of which I swore to their fathers. Nor shall any of those who rejected me see it. Verse 24. But my servant Caleb. But my servant Caleb. Because he has a different spirit in him. And has followed me fully. I will bring him into the land where he went, and his descendants shall inherit it. New Living Translation says he has a different word, attitude, a different attitude, a different mindset. So Caleb and Joshua saw differently. Why? Because what was in their mind was different from what was in the minds of the ten. The ten they had consistently, and with the rest, they had consistently did what they consistently. Disobeyed God in verse 24. You see, 23 actually says these people have put me to the test now these ten times. These ten times and have not heeded my voice. Not once, not twice, not thrice. No, ten times. Consistently disobeyed God. Consistently not following God. Behaviors have become a character. Amen. His behaviors that. Come together solidify and become character. Consistently they have disobeyed God. So that's their mindset. That's their attitude. That's the inclination of their heart. And so that became their action. So the 10 and all the congregation have consistently disobeyed God. But Caleb and Joshua have consistently obeyed God. You hear what God said about Caleb? He says, he has fully He has a different spirit, a different attitude, a different mindset, a different inclination. He has fully followed me, consistently followed me. What you give attention to, create attributes, form attitude, and influence your action. Let me say that again. What you give attention to, create attributes, and form your attitude, and influence your action. Now your attention, attention is intentional. Attention is intentional. So if you look at the scripture, Proverbs 4.23, keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it spring the issues of life. Guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. Above all else, gird your heart, for everything you do flows from it. That has to be with intention, because attention is intentional. Attention is intentional. How can you gird your heart from gathering garbage from the world around you? How can you, how can we gird our heart from gathering garbage from the world around us by turning our eyes and ears to glean treasures from the Word of God? Let me say that again. How can we, how can you guard your heart from gathering garbage from the world around you? by turning your eyes and ears to glean treasures from the word of God. The word of God offers some instructions, practical instructions on how to gird or to protect your heart from trash, from junk and filth and lies that are all around us. If we look at that Proverbs 4, Proverbs 4 that we love to quote from verse 23 says, keep your heart with all diligence For out of it spring the issues of life. Now, how do you keep your heart with all diligence? We have those instructions in verses 24 to 27. Put away, put away from you a deceitful mouth and put perverse lips far from you. This is not talking about your own lips, your own mouth. It's actually saying what? Put bad mouths, people's bad mouths, those who have bad mouths, Away from you. Meaning, be careful of your relationships. Be careful of those uh, that you gather with or those that gather with you. Evil communication corrupt good manner. Amen. So, put away from you a deceitful mouth and put perverse lips. Far from you. Far from you. Because if you hear their words, their words will eat you up. Their words will affect you. Little by little, gradually, their words will influence you. So, put them far away from you. And verse 25 says, let your eyes look straight ahead and your eyelids look right before you. Meaning what? Be purposeful. Be purposeful. Let your eyes look straight ahead and your eyelids look straight before you. Now, keep on going. Don't be looking around. Don't be looking around. Keep on going to your destination, to where you are going. Don't be distracted. And it says in verse 26, ponder the path of your feet and let all your ways be established. Ponder the path of your as you are moving towards your purpose. Ponder the path of your feet and let all your ways be established. Meaning was Be principled. Be principled. Don't just do things anyhow. Don't just do things randomly. No. Don't just do things haphazardly. No, whichever way, however way, happy-go-lucky. Don't be like that. Be principled. Be disciplined. And verse 27 says, uh, do not turn to the right and not to the left. Remove your food from evil. Be focused. Don't be looking left and right. Be focused. That's how you can keep. That's how you'll be able to keep your heart. Guard your heart so that no nonsense comes in there. Amen. Word of words, battle for the mind of man. The mind of man is very precious and powerful. The battle for the mind of man is a battle for the souls of men. Whoever has access to your mind has control over your mind. The devil is all out to capture our minds. But especially, listen to this very well, but especially the minds of our children, and particularly those of our own children, The children of the Christians. To a great degree, we all are products of our environment. We all are products of the space we grew up in. We all are products of the culture, the literature, the conventional wisdom, the beliefs, the norms, the philosophy. All of these uh, elements form the context of our minds. All of these elements form the context of our minds, the Context of our minds produce the content of our mind. And the content of our mind becomes the concept or the constitution of the mind and eventually becomes the conception of that mind. In other words, the context of your mind becomes the content or the composition the composition of your mind and also becomes the concept of the constitution The constitution has also in composition and the constitution has also in the law, the authority of your mind. And it becomes, it ends up to become the conception, what your mind produces. So the context makes the content and makes the concept or the constitution, makes the inclination, the attitude, and it becomes the conception, the action, the product, your mind's. that matter are the most susceptible to these things but we all are susceptible to it to different degrees through the schools and the books and the shows and the news and all the information sources facebook instagram twitter tiktok whatsapp we are all being exposed we are all being taught our children are being taught we are being taught lies We have been taught different things about sexuality, about sex, about gender, about marriage, about family, about relationship, about life, about existence, about all kinds of things. We have been taught gradually. We have been taught, you know, subtly. We have been taught.